this image of the shepherd that Jesus gives us um, can seem um, reasonable if you think of a shepherd that really, 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 really loves his sheep. But if you think about it from a, a reasonable, risk-considering shepherd, that it seems much more wise to look after the 99 um, and to rather than take the risk of leave the 99 unguarded, unshepherded to roam wherever they want and go after the one. Um, but what Jesus is trying to show is that God's love for us and the way that he wants to come to us and save us um, always goes beyond what we might expect or imagine. Um, and that relates also to what we hear in our first reading today from the prophet Isaiah, this this reading where he says, comfort my people, comfort my people. It's a great message of hope and of, of God coming to save them, coming to restore his people. Um, but it comes as a turning point in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is a very long book of prophecy, about 66 chapters, and this is the beginning of the 40th chapter. And most of the book up till then, as many of the prophets um, often are, it's, it's, you know, the Lord's rebuking the people because of their sin, and he's kind of warning them against judgment, and they need to um, kind of turn against their way, against the ways that they've been going and um, come back to the Lord and all of that. But the whole tone of the book shifts at this point. The beginning of Isaiah 40 starts with, console my people, console them. God's now wanting to turn towards his people with mercy and come and save them, bring them, bring them hope, bring them life, restore them to his kingdom. And this is um, these, these prophecies come from when the people were exiled in Babylon. The whole, the whole people of Judah had been decimated and taken off as slaves into Babylon. And I can imagine at that time, it was beyond anything they could expect that God would actually want to restore them to their land and restore their kingdom. But that, that is what begins to be prophesied in these chapters, and that is what God ends up doing and, th- and through a foreign king through an amazing way that God, that they couldn't have expected. But God brings this, this message of comfort and this message of hope when, when they couldn't have hoped for it, couldn't have reasonably hoped for God to save them from that situation, couldn't have expected it. And so um, we think of that and this image Jesus gives us of the good shepherd who comes to save that one that is lost, um, that it's, it's, a, it's a generosity or a risk of love from God to come to save us that we couldn't have expected or imagined. And as we journey through Advent, as we prepare for Jesus' coming at Christmas, I think it's an important thing to reflect on just how unexpected the incarnation is, just how unexpected it is that God in his love would not just kind of do a work to bring salvation to his people, not just kind of give us a grace, but that he would actually come and be amongst us as a human being himself, that God would step into our, our fragile existence as human beings. That's a, a method of salvation that nobody ever could have guessed until Jesus came and stood amongst us as a man. And it's very much like instead of the shepherd looking after his flock and, and being a, a reasonable, considerate um, shepherd, one that is willing to risk going after that which is lost. 
So let's keep before our minds the, the incredibleness of the incarnation as we journey towards Easter. We can be very um, used to the fact of the incarnation, but let's, let's open up our hearts to, to receive what a marvel this is that God would come to us in this way um, so that we can truly receive that gift of Jesus who wants to meet us in our humanity and to bring us salvation as our brother.